Welcome to New Piney Grove Baptist Church, where one of our core values is Christian education. Let's tune in to this week's message. Something happens when we call on the name of Jesus. There's a shifting when you call on the name of Jesus. Bodies are healed when we call on the name of Jesus. Addiction is no longer when we call on. Families members mended back together when we call on the name of Jesus. Have you called on them lately? Have you called on them lately? Thank you, Lord. I'm full. I'm full. The case of the king's cover-up. The case of the king's cover-up. For many of you growing up, whether young or old, there were certain TV shows that came on week after week, month after month, year after year, that we all love to watch. And to this day, some of these shows still come on till this day. Some of you would sit down at night with grandma and watch what they call murder mysteries. And on some of those shows, we knew whom the killer was. And it was intriguing to see if the detective was going to find out who killed the victim in that allotted one or two hour time period. Some of the shows, we didn't know whom the killer was until the end. Or if you are like me, I always know who the killer is. Many shows that, that caught our attention while growing up were as follows. Murder, She Wrote, Kojak, Matlock, Perry Mason, Diagnosis Murder. Some of these shows still come on today on MeTV. But the show that I used to, the show that I love to watch with my wife is this gentleman up here on the screen when she put them up there on the screen. I can't look in front of me. And you know that yet? I'm going to tell you about them. Y'all know who that is? That's my buddy, Colombo. Colombo was a different type of detective. Some people thought of him as a fool. Look at him. He really doesn't look like a detective. Colombo was a special character. He wore a raincoat, but I can never remember an episode in which it rained. All of the cases that he worked were, in fact, murder mysteries. The cases that he dealt with was not your typical crime scenes. Matter of fact, I remember one episode when the killer was a forensic scientist. So he made sure that the scene of the crime was as clean as a whistle. But they always forget one item that links him or her to the crime. In their eyes, they committed the perfect crime, but Colombo always finds a way to solve the case. 
In a way, David believed in his mind that he had committed the ultimate crime. He dotted all his I's and crossed all his T's. But the prophet Columbo, I'm sorry, the prophet Nathan was able to expose a cover-up in the kingdom. As we look at our text, read response, we find King David. Let's let our imagination run wild. We find King David being put on trial for murder of Uriah the Hittite. And they called him a, a, a detective named Colombo, I'm sorry, Nathan the prophet, to assess the crime scene. Pop told us last week how David defeated the Goliath, how he defeated the Goliath, how he was chosen over all his brothers. But even in all David's accolades and accomplishments, he allowed sin to keep him longer than he wanted to stay. He allowed sin to cost him more than he wanted to pay. Let's start right there. Men, you will be tempted. I'm not saying you're going to walk out of your house on, the, on your rooftop and see a woman bathing. But you may be tempted at Kroger. You may be tempted at Walmart. The woman might just have left the gym and she got on her yoga pants. Instead of getting your groceries and leaving because you got a wife and kids at home, you follow her all over Kroger and Walmart. Trying to get a phone number. What's your name so I can look you up on Facebook? Let's look at the text. Verse 2 of Second Samuel chapter 11 tells us, Now when evening came, David arose from his bed and walked around on the roof of the king's house. And from the roof he saw a woman bathing, and the woman was very beautiful in appearance. So we firstly find David pausing. In my version, there is a semicolon after a woman was bathing. Bathing. There was a pause. That means for all my English students, that means there was a pause in between the two statements. See, a pause catches your attention. Bathsheba caught David's attention big time. He stood there staring at this woman. Men. What are you pausing for? What is catching your attention? Is it the opposite sex? And you married? It's quiet. Is it a co-worker? Is it a cashier you flirt with when you get gas? Is it pride? I'm, I'm, I'm such and such. Is it anger? Do you get upset easily? Is it hatred? You hate someone on your job. You pause and scheming on how to get this person fired. Someone hates someone so much just to hear his or her name. You go into a rage. I can't stand Donald Trump. <laughs> As we dive into the text, we find that a pause can cause you to mess up. A pause can cause you to lose focus. We heard all the accolades David did last week, but then he paused. A pause is a temporary stop in action. Men, don't let a temporary. Women, don't let a temporary moment of pleasure cause you a lifetime of hurt. Because you pause, now you got baby mama drama. Because of a semicolon. You saw her in the club, semicolon. You did the same thing that David did. 
you inquired, then you told her what she wanted to hear, you slept with her, now she pregnant. But you got your own family. You got a wife and kids at home. See, some of y'all, if you wouldn't have paused when the bad member Gemma walked by with the shape you like, if you wouldn't have paused in the club, if you wouldn't have paused in the liquor store, you wouldn't have gotten the DWI or the DUI. If you wouldn't have paused at the weed man house, some of you shouldn't have paused in church looking at that lady in church and you know she got a husband. Some of you pause, but you should have kept going. Tell your neighbor, I ain't pausing for nothing. I'm moving forward. We got to get to the text. If you wouldn't have paused when the lady sent you a private message on Messenger, don't pause at your job at the water cooler. Don't pause. See, it doesn't say how long the semicolon lasts. I can only imagine the longer the pause, the longer the sin. And we will find out later that it must have been a very long pause. Think about this, man. When you was in high school, when a certain girl walked by, it didn't matter what you and your homies were talking about. All you all pause. That's such and such right there. She go with such and such. And if you was big and bad, you didn't care who she was dating. See, as we transition to the text, David was big and bad. He was the king, so after he saw her in verse 2, in verse 3, he inquired of her. So David sent and inquired about this woman and said, Is this not Bathsheba, the daughter of Elion, but more importantly, the wife of Uriah the Hittite? So the text will show you how bad, how big and bad David was. See, a pause will build your confidence. It will cloud your mind. I don't care who her daddy is or who her husband is. Verse 4 tells us, bring her to me. And he slept with her. Can we stop right there? Can we pause there, fellas? Some of you are looking for love all in the wrong places. See, David should have been fighting battles, but he stayed at home. Some of you should be at home, but you're telling your wife you out with the fellas. But you out with Miss Such and Such. Some of us need to be, me to be reading and praying more, fasting more. And staying off the phone. Some of you all are watching inappropriate videos. Some of you all are watching inappropriate videos. Some of you all are watching inappropriate videos. Pornography got a hold of you. I only want to watch one video. Now you up all night. Watching pornography. I remember those nights. Lord forgive me. Some of you all are lying for no reason. I'm talking to the men this morning. So David slept with Bathsheba with no protection. And guess what? She got pregnant. What would you do, men, for those of you that are sleeping with the enemy? If she got pregnant? What would you do? See, she wouldn't have got pregnant if you didn't sleep with her. 
So after the pause, shortly thereafter, she got pregnant. What is your rooftop? Is your rooftop old times on Pinona? Is it old times? No, it ain't old times. It's old times. Overtime, yeah. I knew it started with an O. Overtime, that's what I read. <laughs> I'm thinking about food. <laughs> Is your rooftop Walmart? Is your rooftop hanging out at the track or at Planet Fitness and you not working out? You waiting? You waiting for the women to come out of Planet Fitness? What causes you to pause? Thank you, Lord. So we saw the pause. Secondly, we see David trying to cover up what he messed up. Verse 6, David sins for Uriah the Hittite. Verse 8, David tells Uriah to go home and wash your feet. Verse 9, but Uriah slept at the door. Verse 10, David was like, why didn't you go home? In his mind, why didn't he go home and sleep with his beautiful wife? So David can be like, Uriah, you are the father. Verse 11, Uriah said to David, the ark and the Israel, the ark and Israel and Judah are staying in temporary shelters. And my Lord Joab and the servants of my Lord are camping in open fields. Shall I then go to my house and eat and drink and lie with my wife? By your life and by your life, uh, by your life of your soul, I would not do this thing. We can tell that Uriah had integrity. But even though Uriah just told that information, David didn't stop there. He then got Uriah drunk. But he still didn't go and sleep with his wife. All this time, David was trying to cover up what he had messed up. See, see when I think about covering something up, I think about masking something. For those of you all that, that drink or drunk or have drink, drunk something, I always kept Listerine in my car to cover up the alcohol smell. For my smokers, if you smoke now, you used to smoke, you kept cologne or clear eyes in your truck. I used to purposely come home when my grandmother was asleep and jump straight in the shower and put my clothes straight in the washing machine. I was trying to cover up the smell of marijuana. Some of you all don't let your wife have your password to your phone. Some of you all, oh Lord, it's quiet. Some clear your, 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 your search history on Facebook and also on Google. What are you trying to cover up? Some of you all have a secondary Facebook page for courting purposes only. DJ going to have to carry me out of here today. See, David went through great lengths, great lengths to help Uriah, to have Uriah sleep with his wife so he could cover up his mess up. But Uriah did not go sleep with his wife. So David was bold. He sent a letter to Joab by Uriah to put Uriah the hottest battle, then pull back so the Uriah the Hittite will be killed. And it was so. Uriah the Hittite, Bathsheba's husband, earned a purple heart for being killed in battle. So let's recap. David saw a beauty bathing. He paused. He found out she was married. But that didn't matter. He still wanted her. 
He summoned for her. He slept with her. She became pregnant. He was caught up in a quandary. I know what all I have to do is have her husband go home and sleep with her. Simple plan, but it didn't work. Uriah would not sleep with his wife after many tries. So since Uriah did not sleep with his wife, David had Uriah killed. So that's it. The story is over. The perfect crime. David committed the perfect crime or what he thought was perfect. One thing about murder mysteries, a clue is that a clue is always left behind. So sorry to bust your bubble. The story doesn't end there. We got to look at chapter 12. So we saw that King David paused. We saw that kings cover up. We next find a prophet coming on the scene to expose the king. The word exposed can be defined as to make something visible by uncovering it. See, if Columbo was on the case, he might have said, where is the letter? Only if we had the letter that King David sent by Uriah to Job. Because our witnesses stated that before Uriah's death, that he was carrying a letter. So the detective would need evidence for a conviction. Detective would need some type of clue, but David didn't leave any clues behind. So you remember earlier, David, was, David had committed the perfect crime. Only a few knew what was going on, and they ain't going to snitch on the king. So if it was a real case, they called in Colombo, and he interviewed David about Uriah's death. Colombo may say, Uriah just got too close to the wall. Why, oh, why, oh, why did he get so close to the wall? But I just can't figure it out. So then the prophet from the Lord stepped in on the case. And here comes the exposure. And what I like about Nathan, he didn't come out and say, David, you messed up. He just told a simple story. There was two men in the city, the one rich and the other poor. The rich man had great many flocks and herds, but the poor man had nothing except a little ewe lamb, which he bought and nourished. And it grew up together with him and his children. And it would eat, and it would eat his bread and drink of his cup and it lie in his bosom. And he was like a daughter to him. Now a traveler came to the rich man, and he, was, and he was unwilling to take from his own flock or his herd to prepare for the wayfarer who had come to him. Rather, he took the poor man's ewe lamb and prepared it for the man which had come to him. When David heard this, he was upset because the man did not have compassion. David said he deserves to die. He needs to make restitution for the lamb fourfold. The king was very upset that the rich man had no compassion. But David then said that, but Nathan then said to David, you are the man. Thus said the Lord God of Israel. It is I who anointed you king over Israel and it is I who delivered you from the hand of Saul. I also gave you your master's house and your master's wives. And to your care I gave you the house of Israel and Judah. And if that had not been too, if that had been too little, I would even added more and more things like this. David, you are the man. David, you could have had any woman in the kingdom, but you chose a married woman. You have a wife at home in which you do not have compassion for because you out there ripping and running the streets. Thus says the Lord, behold, I will raise up evil against your household. I will make you, even your wives before your eyes. I will... I will even take your wives before your eyes and give them to your companion. And he will lie with your wives in broad daylight. 
and all this came true. Indeed, you did it secretly, but I will now do it all before Israel under the sun. One thing David didn't do was to die being exposed. There was a consequence of David's misbehavior. Then David said to Nathan, I have sinned against the Lord. And Nathan said to David, the Lord also has taken away your sin and you shall not die. So even though David was exposed, even though David messed up, God still had compassion on David. Even though evil would rise up on his household, God still showed compassion. So even though David was exposed, he was not expelled. So we saw David's pause. We saw David trying to cover up the mess up. We saw David being exposed. So lastly, in the case of the king's cover-up, Mr. Lazer, she's going to help me out with this. So lastly, in the case of the king's cover-up, it's going to come. Be patient. Oh, there's one more thing, sir. There's one other thing. Just one more thing. One more thing. We'll see Lieutenant Fizzle. Just one more thing. Do you have a problem with short-term memory? You're remarkable. Genius. So lastly, in the case of the King's cover-up, Colombo wasn't able to solve this case. Nathan did. But there was still some unanswered questions. So lastly, there is just one more thing. For those of you that are familiar with Colombo, he is question, when he is questioning someone he believes is the killer, he was always walk away and say, I have one more thing. I have one more question. Just one more thing. See, we know David messed up, but if I was Columba, I'd say, just one more question, David. I need to know just one more thing from you. I know you messed up. I know you slept with a married woman and had her husband killed. But I noticed that you wrote in Psalm 51, I believe it was Psalm 51, when David asked God for restoration, Lord, purge me with hyssop. Lord, wash me. So I know in my heart, this is Columbo talking, that there is mercy for the messy. See, I can't understand this one thing. David, you messed up bad. How can you ask for forgiveness? David's response may have been, that God, that the God we serve, Colombo, is merciful. Even though I messed up, he had a plan for my life. But Colombo, you can't find forgiveness. But Colombo said, you can't find forgiveness. See, out of my loins, but this is what David told Colombo. But Colombo, you cannot find forgiveness. See, out of my loins, the Bible said that the seed of me, David, will come a savior of all mankind. He would live a sinless life and die a horrific death. For our sins, see, Columbo saw murder cases. See, we deserve death. The wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. And when Jesus died, he uttered these words, tell us die. It is finished. Sin, debt, paid in full. Have you ever had a bill paid off? See, Jesus died and for our sin was much more than that. So there was just one more thing. They thought it was over for Jesus, like my haters. They thought it was over for me. But God had a different plan. Jesus died a horrific death. They beat him. 
but there was just one more scene. They plucked out his beard, but there was just one more scene. They hung him high and stretched him wide, but there was just one more scene. They beat him unrecognizably, but there was just one more scene. He hung his head in the lock of his shoulders, but there was just one more thing. He breathed his last breath. The day turned into night, but there was just one more scene. There was just one more thing. They buried him in a bar tomb, but there was just one more scene. But he got up early Sunday morning. Somebody say early Sunday morning. He got up with all power in his name. But there was just one more thing. Even thought of everything that God did for us. There was just one more thing. He died a horrific death for our sins. There is one more thing. That there is forgiveness at the cross. Jesus died so that we can live there is forgiveness at the cross but you have to come as you stand to your feet thanks for listening we pray that you have been blessed by the message visit us on the web at npgbc.org for contact information service times or directions to our place of worship